0: Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press 1. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Box Office breakdown. Information and commentary on Weekly Movie Box
1: Office.
2: Hey, I think we Yes, we are. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Box Office Breakdown. I'm your host today, Sarah Stratton. And before we get into last weekend's numbers, we've got a lot to cover in the movie industry. We're going to be doing, we're going to talk a little bit about the Oscars real quick, because mm-hmm. obviously that was the highlight of the weekend. Also, yes. Tiny Tom is in the studio. Yes, he is. So be aware that. And at the end, towards the end of the show, we're going to be taking callers. So if you do want to go call in, do that. So, hi guys. Are you ready?
1: I'm ready. Let's talk some Oscars. Ah. I like to start off. I just want to bring out the biggest winner and loser of the night. Okay? <laughs> the biggest loser in the night, in my eyes, NPH. Oh, yeah. He bombed. Yes, he did. I, maybe, Sarah, you don't agree, but it was universal where I was at. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bombed. I loved it was him. universal on Twitter. I lo- it was universal everywhere. I
2: loved the opening number. I loved the. Briefcase that had all of the sum ups mm, and the a end. bad
1: opera joke. Uh, the in the, the box, the the box. What was the box joke? It had no payoff. That no. that uh, it was horrible. Anyway, the biggest winner, hands down. You're, you'll probably say John Travolta. Common, oh, but I'm I'm gonna Travolta. say it's uh, Chris Pine. Yes, the crying White man. i was say it's
2: common. White man of the year
1: award. Yes, he did for Chris Pine.
2: You can't I reuse mean, the, the line you already <laughs> used on
3: Twitter. <laughs> I'm telling you that. I, just, I, yeah. I
1: got it because it was unbelievable. That it guy was. could walk into. What were you saying? Oh,
3: he could. Uh, he'll get free dinner for life at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles <laughs> forever now.
2: I don't know. I thought. No. <laughs> Forever. I thought that the Oscars... It's seated
1: right away. Yeah. I thought
2: the Oscars were pretty on target this year. I didn't have any huge qualms. Like, there there's a few like adapted screenplay. I wouldn't have given that to Imitation Game. But overall, I didn't come out of this year's Oscars being like, what would, What were they thinking? I thought that everything that deserved to win really was hmm. getting acknowledged. Um, on top of that, I think my losers of the night, though, were John Travolta, who just makes me feel so awkward <laughs> so now. He's
3: he he going for it. I mean, he's going for the gusto. <laughs> he is... The best.
2: No, he's so uncomfortable now, and he used to be <laughs> yeah. so, like,
3: He's a creep.
2: And then he's I just real feel really creep. bad for Eddie Murphy, because I feel like everyone's giving him so much flack. And he's not boring. funny anymore. He's not trying to be. He's yeah, not yeah. going out it's there, true. like, trying to tell jokes and flopping.
3: Yeah, but we he's want him in to be 4. We don't want him in Schindler's List 2. I mean, there's, you know, he's, he's paid to be funny. Nobody wants to he watch him. He doesn't
2: want to do that. And people are people are telling him he's not funny anymore. And that's what they're get, harping on him about. But he's not going out there trying to do stand-up again.
1: He should. Yeah, that's, if anything, like... But if
2: people are saying he's done, you just are wanting him to fail?
3: I'm telling you. Or is that the like the thing. resigning It's cult? the same thing that happened to Martin Lawrence. It's the same thing that happened to Chris Tucker. It's the same thing that happened to Bill Cosby. It's not funny anymore. I don't know if it's lack of drugs. I don't know what it is. Up up until all the Cosby
2: scandal, people still said his stand-up was fantastic. No,
1: he's a
3: joke. He's always been. I hate Bill
1: Cosby. (laughs) Listen, Eddie Murphy, his movies exactly weren't doing good. Norbit was like... That no, no, was a cinematic a masterpiece. Cinematic. Piece, what are you talking about? It was the worst. Uh, I don't really want to see him do comedies as far as like movies anymore. I mean, he was okay in Tower Heist. I would love to see him go back stamp comedy. Oh, absolutely! Because he hasn't done it in so long. I feel like he seem- could do it.
2: Okay, I feel like if he really wanted to, or that's where his heart was when he was going on to the 40th anniversary, when he was going on tonight, then he would be trying to make jokes and show people that he's still in that realm. He's not. He's just going up there being a normal guy who had a great career and wonderful accomplishments with stand-up, with movies, he's not trying to push it anymore.
1: Maybe because he did so well. It's kind of like Jordan. He, he doesn't even shoot around anymore. Yeah, he does his <laughs> own stuff now. <laughs> he does. Well, why don't he just buy a comedy club and then call it a day? Yeah, well, good idea.
2: Dave Chappelle's
3: so funny. So
2: Yeah. There we go. Well, uh-huh. Oscars came. Now we get yep. to go into the this year's spring and summer movies and this weekend's the only movie that was in the Oscars pretty much from early releases, Grand Budapest, and it won a lot after such a lengthy run. It was released oh, yeah. last, yeah, it was last January, like March. Yeah, or something like that. it was released really early versus like mm-hmm. all the rest, which came out as late as December. So, of the movies in the box office this weekend, we're not really gonna probably see any of these next year. But let's talk about them. Opening at number five, The Oof. Duff. Yes. You... <laughs> totally different reactions. <laughs> yeah. But we'll get to that in a second. The Duff opened know. to $11 million, And that's a, you know, teen high yeah. school movie. Per, I think pretty good. Very All good. right, number four, McFarland, USA. Hello, mm-hmm. Kevin Costner. Again, with... The, Eleven point three million, so just beating out the death. Then we're gonna go into our top three, which really haven't changed much. We've got the SpongeBob movie Sponge Out of Water, fifteen point five dropped fifty percent. There's so many reactions, just one word reactions coming from the <laughs> yeah. other side of the table. Number two, Kingsman, also with a fifty-one percent drop at seventeen point five million, and taking the number one spot despite a huge, huge. fall. Of 72%. Wow. T- 50 Shades of Gray breaking in 23.2 million. That's crazy. I mean, last week it stole the show. 73 So drop. much money, and now just plummeting away. Yeah, it's dropping like No a one in the US is seeing it anymore. <laughs> so let's get into talking about this. Why is 50 Shades suffering one of the biggest drops ever? It, it was kind of a gimmick release. I, they
1: released yeah. it on Valentine's Day, perfect weekend. I think it made Absolutely. more than it would have made any other weekend. Mm-hmm. I think that was a big factor. Mm-hmm. Um, so it overperformed. So of course it's going to drop off because it would never done that much in the first place. Mm-hmm.
3: And My buddy Barry, who owns the sex shop over there too, he said it's not even people coming in anymore. It's like there's. It's now it's just a regular crowd again. Like all the the you know the newbies are not there anymore. They
2: I got mean, their stuff in the round. I was just all those people who didn't. Want to feel left behind? They all felt like they needed to see it, yeah. and then, you know, so they could be part of the talk. They were book readers. They, you know, this was a book that when it was sold, it was released very quickly. Sure, and people read the whole series in a weekend because people wanted to talk about it. Well,
1: the girl and
3: wrote the, all three books in like like under a week.
2: No, not quite.
3: It's, it seems it's like fan it.
2: fiction. That's true, and she, but she came in, and the writer has a ton of control in these movies, which is, in my opinion, why. It's, wasn't made that well it's because mm-hmm. a woman who is inexperienced in film is trying to exert so much control and if it goes her way she gets even more control over the sequel so we'll see how that does yeah. but it really does it comes from girls taking dates on valentine's weekend mm-hmm. and then for the following week bringing like their book clubs and the people who read it together and getting it out of the way now they've talked about it i think we're just gonna keep seeing a tremendous decline oh yeah
1: also just word of mouth um it's not great. I mean, here's the thing: the two Have things. Have you heard that,
2: anyone say anything good? Well, no, that's the thing.
1: Two things I hear is it wasn't good, or it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. And that's not the kind of things you're going to hear that's going to bring your numbers
3: yeah, up or no keep one. them steady. True, but no one's coming out of this movie knowing I absolutely hated this. I,
2: I disagree. There's a couple. You, people, I know people who came out. I know, out this, I know really? people who saw this movie and had people in the audience booing at the screen mm. or coming out just yeah, being those like, are probably what? real
3: fans of the movie." No. I mean, I was there just for the... the, for, the new, for
2: anyone who didn't read the book and doesn't know the extension of the plot, there's no resolution in that film. There's no plot in that film. So they all came out being like, yeah, what What did I just spend my it, two hours but
3: what on? what happens is, plot can be sacrificed if the number of bare breast scenes... <laughs> you know, it's got to be like... It's got to be a ratio? Yeah, it's got to be a big ratio. <laughs> if there's 10 bare breast scenes, you can cut like 60% off the plot. Nobody 10. Nobody cares That's anymore. That's the numbers. Yeah, 10. It's, it goes in You ten. know
2: there's less than 20 minutes of sex scenes in that film. I know. I did, it's a two-hour film. I some of the work on it. It's a two-hour film.
3: I would have had them nude to the whole movie. Okay. If Even they're at the hardware store when she was working.
1: So there's two more movies, right? If they're smart, they release this there's, every Valentine's Day. Absolutely. But
2: they can't get their act together. So, yes, it would be the wise move to keep these coming out quickly, keep them coming out on Valentine's Day, make it a thing people mm-hmm. see each year. But that plan probably will fail. They haven't secured... The, who the team is for the sequel.
1: But how long does it take to make a movie like this? Not like you, you don't have to worry about special effects. You don't have to worry about real production value is not that high. You can yeah. make this in like a month, two months, easy. E- maybe even It depends who Editing,
2: you're bringing on, though. Yeah. I, could, I could shoot it's, this
1: movie in 30 days. They might be
2: bringing on <laughs> a new director. They might be... You never know. I know that it's getting complicated. They have actor schedules to deal yeah. with, and now these people can't even mm-hmm. get other work because they're being postponed for this. Yeah. So it's just kind of crazy.
1: Listen, I don't feel bad for them. They signed on to this thing for three projects, and they knew this was all money. They're gonna be. It, the it was a guaranteed hit. They knew they had to sign up for it.
3: Nobody knew who D- Dakota Johnson was. Now everybody does. <laughs> I you know, thought it was. Uh, now she's single. Now everything's. She has thought she, to she was, be on the prowl.
1: When I hear Dakota, I just think of the sister of the other Dakota famous Fanning. Actress. Yeah. just turned twenty-one.
2: She <laughs> is not in this movie. All right, let's keep Where going. The list Kingsman we talked about last week a bit Again. still doing really well hanging on to that word of mouth.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, word of mouth fanboys. N- no, every person I've talked to loves this movie. Yep,
2: also people the rewatchability of it mm-hmm. i know people who saw this movie when it came out and didn't really know what to expect Were are hoping for the best but weren't really sure mm-hmm. came out and now want to go see it again yeah because they did like it so much because they had so much fun and like they're like they want to bring their friends to it and be like yeah i'll go see that sure. one more time why not even though it's only been a week or so yeah So
1: this is going to be matthew vaughn's biggest hit outside of first class i'd it's agree easy i'd agree with that and you're probably gonna see a it's sequel a
2: me? Yeah. I, I think that's what their bet is. Mm-hmm. I think it's amazing what Probably you can do right from now. from Passion Projects, because this is what that was mm-hmm. for this Absolutely. whole team. It was something that they just really cared about. They did put aside, he put aside doing another X-Men movie yep. to Days do X-Men. Like, a, he had that opportunity, movie. and that is obviously going to be a moneymaker, yeah. and you don't know what this is going to do, but when you have people who are really invested in films, people want to see them. Absolutely. Because yeah. it, it lets them shine. So, good job, Kingsman and, and it's just
1: a fun movie. If you yeah, want to have really fun, fun at the movie theaters, out of everything that's playing around, this is what you would go see. That's why most people go to movies, just for entertainment.
3: Absolutely. That's well, nudity, obviously. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah.
2: the next three movies we have to talk about, Spongebob, The Duff, McFarland.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Ugh, Spongebob's the worst. <laughs> we, we skip
1: that movie? Sure. We,
2: we, we're going to yeah. skip Spongebob.
1: I mean, there's not much we, to say. It's the only kids movie out there. Of course it's going
2: to stay. Yeah. Exactly. It doesn't really have any competition. Then going to McFarland, USA, yeah. which I would say is getting the much older mm-hmm. audience. And that's, good
1: reviews. It's got good reviews. I think that's mm-hmm. what helped it this weekend, because... The other new release this weekend, Hot Tub Time Machine, got Ooh. horrible Wait. reviews. Yeah. I mean, it was yeah. like 16% on Rotten Tomatoes.
2: Hot Tub Time Should Machine opened at the number seventh place. That's an opening Oof. weekend. It's a huge franchise, mm. and it still got beat up by American Sniper, which is in its <laughs> it's a ninth terrible,
1: terrible week. number. I wouldn't call it a huge franchise, but it is, it is. a franchise, though. It has huge it actors. The first. Uh, well, you're not going to see that that's anymore. What I'd say. The
3: next Hot Top okay. Machine movie you're going to see is uh, a spoof porn of it, because you ain't going to see n- one on the big screen anymore. Not with a 5.8, no. uh, you know, opening weekend. We've
2: had a ton of flops this year. This yeah. is, our yeah, flop well. list of like under six million is just adding and adding and adding, and it's a lot of movies with a <laughs> list actors. On, but still, on, like like
1: this made less of Mordecai, I believe, <laughs> <laughs> opening weekend. That's pretty bad.
3: Mordecai made four bucks this weekend, <laughs> and it was from Cody Hall and Ace. They went to see that your two dollar theater in a Pasadena, yeah. Yeah. your oh favorite gosh. spot. No, but I think with, with Hot Tub Time Machine, you know, adam Scott got nothing against him, but he's not oh, John yeah. Cusack, but John no. Cusack's not even that good. So when John Cusack turns on your movie, you're going to be like, ugh.
1: Well, I so. think the premise for the first one was a big selling point, that going back to the 80s. Everyone yeah, loves going back was. to that decade. And you've seen him with the radio, JT, like, better you off you were so for this movie. The first,
2: listen, about, I love the first we talked about movie. Hot Tub Time Machine, too, yeah. JT was like, I'm gonna go. It's gonna be great. Are you? Are you back? You know what? You, well,
1: you know when? what happened since then and now. I saw the movie, <laughs> and Voila. it was bad. Halfway through the movie, I pulled my phone out, and I was just on Twitter and Facebook. I was like, because I wasn't laughing. Yeah. And the, the, also, I'll say this: the trailers are really misleading because you make. They say no decade is safe, mm-hmm. so you think you're going to jump around a little bit. This literally takes place ten years in the future, and ninety five percent of the movie takes place in the future. Ugh. They don't go anywhere else, and I it, the movie the I literally idea it was to save money. It felt like they were just making the movie up as they were going. It just wasn't funny. It wasn't good. It, was, it felt like a lazy
3: sequel. I really hope this Clark Duke experiments over. <laughs> oh yeah. You know what the crazy part about it was? Little Bobby made a cameo in that in that film. Hot Did you see him? I didn't see him. I was probably looking oh, at my phone. He's distracted yeah. by himself. <laughs> He's distracted. But you know what? Little Tom's here, and he has something to say about little Bobby.
1: Not oh. little Bobby. <laughs> it's little Tom? Yeah,
0: little Tom. This little Bobby you speak of is a raging imbecile. A rambling ball of delusion makes sweeping generalizations with no hard facts to back them up, even for a doll. His cocaine habit now has him living on skid row in between a homeless woman's breasts. Way to go, little Bobby. You're welcome.
2: <laughs> okay. I, like to, I keep thinking he's going to keep talking, because every time I went to talk, he just kept going.
3: He has a little more to say to little, more little what's
1: with the, What? Okay, I, I understand we lost Finstock. Yeah. But now we've lost little Bobby. <laughs>
3: yeah, well, little Bobby's, like, like you said, he's on Skid Row. <laughs> <laughs> team, we'll,
1: we'll go l- rescue him. Yeah. This his cousin. We'll go bring him back. <laughs> this guy, I don't even know what the accent is. Is it it's English? Is it Australian? What is it?
3: He's a little bit of both, I think. <laughs> He's little Bobby's cousin. I don't know how they found him. <laughs> all right, He's got a
1: good beard. Okay, though.
2: well, thank you for the comment that I really didn't understand what the message of was because it was so long.
1: Yeah, but he, he doesn't like little Bobby. That's yeah, all I got. <laughs> so.
2: so McFarlane's bringing in the older, loving yeah. audience, and then the Duff is mm-hmm. aimed towards the high school yeah. students. The
3: crazy part about it is if you do, if you can knock out a high school movie, and it 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 it, uh, it depicts like what who's in high school right now. Mm-hmm. That movie will live on forever. I mean, you have, like, look at Mean Girls. Anybody mm-hmm. who was in high school when mean, mean Girls came out loved to watch Mean Girls. because It's relatable.
1: Yeah, Can't Hardly
3: Wait one. Right, well on? Can't Hardly Wait. There's Risky Business. There's Fast Times. There's a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. I mean, or, I mean, the list goes on and on. Can't Buy Me Love. If you can relate. Perker pie. Yeah, I mean, now these movies, mm-hmm. there's like Instagramming and Facebooking and, they, you know, selfies and all these other things. 20 years from now, the Duff, you know, somebody's going to be like, oh, let's watch the Duff, because that's when I was in high school. But you have to do it right, though. It's.
1: I feel like these high school movies sometimes are easier to get that cult following. Because, like you mm-hmm. said, the people, the high school kids watch it, and they grow yeah. up with it, and they pass along. Like, Can't Hardly Wait was not a big hit movie when it came out. No. most It of these was I, not, but people look back and, at it and are like, oh, man, I love Can't Hardly Wait. Yeah, what? they don't make a lot of money in the theaters. No. But they have life forever. Ten Things I Hate About You. It's yes. a movie that was they they not huge life forever in on theaters, table. but
2: huge. Yeah, you catch on TNT like every yeah. weekend. The Duffels the are great when it hits TV, I think. And mm-hmm. on top of that, I... I decided to actually watch one of the trailers of it because oh, okay. I hadn't seen much. Like, I haven't seen the advertising. Mm-hmm. I really do think they're targeting, like, MTV, VH1, mm-hmm. sure. all those networks. And it looks really funny. It looks very interesting. Like, I watched five of the trailers. Mm-hmm. I was oh, five. I was just like, geez. i yeah. just, like, kept watching them. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I think it, I really do think it can last. And I think that it's going to get some positive reviews based it, off of the quality that seems to be in when it. When
1: you see these trailers for these high school movies, they look like sometimes they just go for the gross out humor, uh, sometimes they go to be, you know, they just look dumb. This one actually looks like it has some smart yeah. writing to it. And, I mean, I, I saw the trailer also this weekend. I just watched one. Uh, but there's some really funny jokes in there. Like, they showed her as, like, Charlie's Angels, and she was Bosley. Mm-hmm. She's like, wait a minute, there's three angels. And I was like, oh, that's pretty funny. Yeah, there's some so good stuff. I think this movie, I, I might check it out. I probably won't check it out theaters, but once it hits Netflix or TV, exactly. I'll check it out.
2: I am with you. I just feel sorry for the, but I feel the,
3: like the real duffs now. That,
2: that like does bring destroyed. up something that I think we should talk about a little bit before we get on to our international numbers. Is that the height under the under the age of 25 demographic Mm -hmm. used to be the most like the most increasing people who are going to see movies you are talking about 2011 2012 that was on the rise that's where people started targeting their films towards Mm -hmm. but now I feel like it's kind of hit a strange has a strange effect because while that was going up also going up was streaming and Mm -hmm. videos coming Mm -hmm, on demand and services like Netflix and those are also more targeted towards the younger Mm -hmm. audience so now you have the audience that was spending the most money on movies that was the the thing that, like, had kind of theaters hoping is now being switched Mm -hmm. to on demand, to people streaming. And that's like I think that's why we're seeing ticket sales going down, unless it's these event movies. Because also on top of that, ticket prices are going up. And who has the least amount of money?
3: I mean unless the movie's a big giant event, like you know, like Mm -hmm. a superhero movie or Avengers. Yeah, Avengers or something like that. Mm -hmm. A lot of these movies can do that, you know? Hmm. Like a still Alice or you know, even a Duff or a McFarlane USA.
1: I mean I like the event word because when something becomes part of the popular culture, American Sniper was, they had no, I don't nobody think they had knew any news, it was going to do this kind of no, money. Nobody. It's, it's close to 400 million domestic.
2: Also, but the target audience for American Sniper is now yeah. everyone. Yeah. It's not based on, it's not yeah. like people at mm-hmm. military age, mm-hmm. it's not just families, it's not just um, your senior citizens. It's really reached mm-hmm. the point that everyone has to see it. Yes. And of
1: all the best picture nominees, it made easily the most money. Yes, And yet, I don't think it won anything. No, it got shut out.
2: Yes, it did. Did it win it one technical award? film editing. Sound, sound mixing? Sound editing. Yeah, yeah editing, it's sound, it's editing mixing, sound, sound editing. So sound
3: editing. Sound editing. That's there it. You yes. There
1: you go. Josh. Jupiter.
2: Jupiter Josh. Yeah, Jupiter Josh. <laughs> Thank you. So, isn't it just forever? Yeah. Oh, it is, buddy. You're you Eddie Remain
1: won last night, too, the
2: way. I was an, a fan of. Oh. All right, now yes, let's get too. into our international numbers of this weekend.
3: International. This movie's smoking.
2: We'll start with American Sniper internationally. It opened in a handful of major markets this weekend. It took in an estimated $20.5 million. Mm-hmm. It scored the biggest debut ever for director Clint Eastwood in France, Spain, Mexico, and and Brazil, and it was also really strong in Japan. Um, the movie has now earned over $108 million overseas, and it's still set to reach Germany on Thursday. Oh, Germany so, loves war, too. Oh,
3: they love Clint Eastwood <laughs> so over there. So it's
2: still making money. Clint Eastwood drinking in I mean, the this box. guy... He
3: looked clueless yesterday at the war. I don't think he can... He didn't want to look at the camera. I don't think he, he even knew he was there.
2: <laughs> I'm curious,
3: like... His post-traumatic stress disorder, I think.
1: I mean, his career no. was... Kind of on the down low. Like, he was still getting prize because he's Clint Eastwood. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jersey Boys, Jay Edgar did not perform very well. And this, I wonder if this is just to put him right back to the top of the director's list. He I could. mean, I know the guys won two best pictures for Unforgiven and Million Dollar Baby, but. It'll be
2: interesting to see what his next wow. subject matter yes. is, though. I'm really Cause... curious.
3: The Duff too. <laughs>
2: Perfect. Clint Eastwood, a high school movie. That would be interesting. Oh, man. All right, now let's get to our 50 Shades of Grey news. How. <sighs> Held on to first place at the international box office, where it's making a lot of money still. It's
3: over $400 million total worldwide. Yeah, so it, ridiculous.
2: This weekend, it opened to $68.1 million. So that's off 56 from last weekend. And that's much better than the 70, mm. remember, 70% that's drop right. in the U.S. So still making money over there.
1: I mean, I don't really know. It's one thing, like when I talk to people about this movie, the, the sex is not that graphic, right? No, it's, not. it's very like cinematic, you know, before it's, midnight kind of stuff. It's and,
2: nothing that's yeah really, in my opinion, pushing mm-hmm. any like cinematic boundaries. Like there was nothing extremely yeah. shocking as that we saw, like from our last top five list about like erotic mm-hmm. thrillers. When you're we talking about like Sharon Stone, we and talking, mm-hmm. there's things that were sexually shocking. I, seen, really I see. I see more sex
3: on NYPD Blue when Dennis Franz was on
1: it. <laughs> I don't see like what is, you know, what is the hook that's bringing people into this movie besides the, the book. book? That's it, just the book, huh? The book. I underestimated how popular the book was. A hundred million sold or something like that. But I mean, all right,
2: all right. I and mean, then- people
1: like sex. Sex, sells, sex sells. Sex sells, exactly. no matter there
2: what. You go. And then playing in fifty three markets now. Kingsman: The Secret Service earned. 32.8 million this weekend, mm. which brings the total to 86.4 million. Mm-hmm. And thanks to the Chinese New Year holiday, the movie jumped 86%. Jeez, the to- best. 8.9 million in South Korea, and it's already earned 7.8 million there, which is putting it ahead of Bond and Born movies. How is that possible? I, I, that
1: boggles wow. my mind. Let Bond
2: ahead of Bond and Born. I mean, I understand.
1: I guess I can understand Born, but Bond, especially Crazy. the last couple of movies, have been so Bond. well received. I wonder if
2: you have. Mm, it's a little hard. <sighs> I wonder if you like put inflation into play, if that mm. would still stand to be true.
1: That's true. Especially That's a good with point. like all
2: the Borns. Yeah.
1: Maybe international is stronger now than it was back then, too. Are you kidding? Well, I mean, Bond, Skyfall wasn't that long ago. unbelievable right yeah. now.
3: International markets. And they're
2: building tons of theaters. Like, if you yeah. look into, like, China, how many theaters have gone up mm-hmm. in the past, like, five years, just, like, there's, like, moguls just creating them oh, all they build, over.
3: Yeah, every second. And the new Bond... They sit on cinder blocks over there. Mm-hmm. I don't even care if they have seats.
2: The new Bond
1: film that's filmed right now, is that this year, right? It's yeah. coming out this... Solace, this, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, it's coming no, out this Solace, fall. Something else. I forget Spectre. what Spectre. Spectre. And uh, so Still. I'm curious to see how it does... I mean... Kingsman, I know it's playing off that whole Bond thing, but the tone cannot be any more different. Well, it's, it's, it, it's just yeah. more over the top and kind of. It's a younger visuals. Yeah,
2: it's known for its visuals as yeah. well. All right, our last piece of international news: the SpongeBob movie, <laughs> Sponge Out of Water, which added twenty-one point nine million this weekend, which includes a strong opening in Germany five point three, France. With three million and it, but less impressive in South Korea where it opened outside the top five with an estimated one point four million. Mm. Uh, the movie has seventy six million in the bank so far. Why do you think bad. why do you think it is so bad in South Korea? Well, Maybe they don't have the cartoon. They
3: don't really they don't even, they don't I have even no take idea. showers over there. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. This not like sponges.
1: It has to do with sponges. Yeah.
3: yeah. It's a big sponge theory.
1: <laughs> um Yeah, I mean again, there's nothing else to compete with it. Paddington well, I think is everyone agrees, a much mm-hmm. better film kind of, you know, it didn't have the name brand of SpongeBob.
3: Yeah, that's the name.
1: That's the name. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's an institution. A I mean, SpongeBob's been around for like 15 years or something. It's time.
2: interesting because yeah. we don't really have another kids' movie on the horizon yet. That's true. Or nothing's not really up. come to the forefront, whether it's um, in advertising or in the coming soon list. So we'll see what is going to take that spot for the kids' movie coming up. because We're still waiting.
3: SpongeBob is not SpongeBob worthy.
2: <laughs> there you go, the was,
3: yeah. Fantastic. Yeah,
2: <laughs> All right, let's get to our top five grossing films of uh, not five. No, 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 wait a minute. It, what are you talking about? First,
1: we Sorry, have a guys. game to play. Yeah, and obviously. there's a cue for the game. There is. Break
0: out the Rosetta Stone because it's time for the international title game.
2: Are you
4: going to do that?
1: Every way, time? I love
2: it. The thing is, like, Boom. don't you like speak Spanish? And I still feel like you're Very quoting little. it wrong. I, I mean, <laughs>
1: listen, I don't know what Fidel Castro's talking about. <laughs> no, nobody does. <laughs> all he's marrying a, Marianna, he's a puppet.
2: That was the cue for our <laughs> international right, names game.
3: Yes. All it's right, our, here we go. Is yes. it all
2: China again this year? Or no, are we no, switching no.
3: Done with China now. Oh, okay. China's going to take a little break. Right. He's getting some flack. <laughs> <All right. laughs> first one is the Duff.
2: Oh. Yeah, okay. Oh Russia. wow. Russia.
3: It's stop feeling sorry for yourself and eat a salad.
1: <laughs> that, I'm calling it right kidding, now. That kidding.
3: Kidding, <laughs> kidding. It's <Okay>. not true.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's offensive. I was yeah. like, that is
3: <laughs> wrong. The Duff in Russia is called Overweight and Happy.
2: Okay. Okay.
3: The Theory of Everything in Germany. The Discovery of Infinity.
1: I believe that
2: one. Okay.
3: The School of Rock in Estonia not Queens Estonia like Estonia yeah, like yeah. The Eastern Bloc. okay <laughs> the Incredibles
2: wait what wait <laughs> school of Rock is called uh, yeah, yeah, in yeah.
3: Estonia called the Incredibles
1: wow okay yeah.
2: hmm.
3: and the 40 year old virgin in Bosnia Herzegovina where I don't know if you I don't even think they had theaters in there <laughs> uh, cherry in the 40th
1: I guess I
2: wait wait cherry. repeat that one cherry in the 40th <laughs> cherry the, in the like, 40th like, 40 year old version
1: oh cherry in the 40th oh like, that makes yes. sense yeah yeah popping stuff okay so we have pick the lie yeah repeat We've o- got... so, go through go through it one more time to go
3: through one more time the yes. duff in russia overweight and happy
1: mm-hmm.
3: the theory of everything germany where stephen hawkins like god dad's from or something the theory of infinity the school of rock the jack black classic mm-hmm. in estonia the incredibles
1: mm-hmm.
3: 40 year old virgin Bosnia-Herzegovina, Cherry in the 40th.
1: All right, I'm going to say Theory of Everything. I think it makes sense, but it's almost too safe. I feel like it would be crazier.
2: (laughs) I'm going to go with School of Rock, The Incredibles.
1: Okay, Uh, Jupiter Josh? I'm going to go with
0: Theory of Everything, because
2: Ah. the first time
3: you said Discovery of Infinity, and the second time you said Theory of Infinity. Oh, wow. Did I really say that? Yeah. Oh
2: well, oh, well, that was just really good listening. Wow. Well, everybody,
3: well, everybody's wrong.
2: <laughs> oh, oh Is it 40th? Uh,
3: no, it's the Duff oh, in I'm... Russia, overweight and uh, damn it. That was
1: my second choice. Yeah.
3: Cause damn it. Yeah, she's overweight and disgruntled. They all are, the Duffs.
2: But I thought the whole point was that it's like, their whole message of the Duff film is that everyone's a Duff to someone.
3: Yeah, it is. Well, that's <laughs> that's how they get away with it.
1: <laughs>
3: but nobody was right this week,
2: yes. Yeah,
1: wow. You I, got us all on that uh, one. <laughs> Jesus. Dingo. T, so, so
2: you're... JT is like our current winner killing like it. On everything. everything right yeah. now. <laughs> I'm just we had have to
3: spice it up a little bit. You know, the, the Chinese ones are getting a little too predictable, but they'll be back next week,
1: probably.
2: We've learned the patterns. Yeah. I'm like oh, Bob right. Jackson
1: on the show. I went on the title game. I went on the top five. Yep. I'm just How many do you have
2: in the title game right now? Three?
1: Uh, Three. Four. Three in a
2: row yeah. oh, goodness.
1: Yeah, Three in a row, in a row. Uh, yeah. Okay. How many in a row is the question? He did win the top five. He had to, he yeah, the top One three. top five? All right, well, three. let's
2: get... Now, let's go to our top five grossing high school movies. Yes. yes. This is our list of the week inspired by The Duff. And here we go, which I have to pull up from here because it didn't print for me. Also, All guys, right. we'll...
1: we'll I don't know if we said top of the show. We will be taking calls at the end of the mm-hmm. show. Yes. So get those phone lines ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, my man, Jupiter Josh, is going to throw a number on the screen. Yup. There you go.
2: Wonderful. <laughs> All right, number five, one of my favorite movies on this list, and we've already mentioned it today, Mean Girls. Yep. Oh, yeah.
1: That was that's actually a really funny movie, and I saw this- it's well done. Out. It's a well done high school movie. I don't know if I saw it in theaters or I waited until it was home video Well, it
2: was made in 2004, and its lifetime gross is 86. 86 mm-hmm. million. Written by Tina
3: Fey. Mm-hmm. Catapulted yes. Lindsay Lohan into- uh, Cocaine Heaven. It was Lindsay yeah. Lohan, our
1: hottest, too, by the way.
3: she's very
2: Just in my
1: opinion. Point, I just want yeah. to say that. I, I think a lot of really people yeah. agree yeah. with you.
2: Yeah. Also, um, Regina George played Rachel Ronald McAdams, Adams. Rachel yes. McAdams, Can which a lot of people don't associate, because <laughs> that was not how her Can career is.
1: Bring Jean? something real quick. Go right ahead. I, you watched the Duff trailers, right? Yes. Yeah, and I did, too. And I'm like, these kids look like they're 27 years old in this yep. trailer. And the same thing goes for some, you I know, Mean Girls. Rachel Adams does not look like a high school kid.
2: Rachel McAdams, when she, she filmed was, that, she was in her twenties. like she's like ten years older than Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, Lindsey
1: Lindsay was like eighteen, but in real life, that Duff trailer, or seventeen. Maybe. It was really apparent to me when yeah. I was watching. I was like, this guy looks like he's twenty nine years
2: old. What's May happening Whitman,
3: here? May Whitman's like twenty five. Yeah, <laughs> I
1: mean, Blonde's like
3: forty one. I think.
2: But Mean Girls had launched a lot of careers. I mean, you have Amanda Siegfried who got popular oh, after that. Yeah. Rachel McAdams who got popular after that. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want to talk really about Lindsay Lohan, mm-hmm. but Lindsay Lohan another rise in her career. And it's just huge. I think it's it's still quoted. They still do like BuzzFeed lists about it. It is something that is just a phenomenon.
1: It's a good movie. Well written. And again, mm-hmm. Tina Fey. That's Absolutely. Also
2: Tina Fey. Another, mm-hmm. like, well, her career was really yep. rising. Let's go to number four, American Pie. Oh, yeah. 102 American million, Pie. 1999.
3: That was a trailblazer. It cool was. I mean... It spawned like 40,000 sequels. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, the first... I'll say the first
1: three movies were good.
3: Mm. I enjoyed the first one.
1: I enjoyed the second. And I thought American Wedding was over underrated.
3: No so I thought it was really okay. funny. The reunion wasn't bad. The,
2: the reunion was the worst one.
1: Two
3: was good. The, the wedding, I I, I lost it. Oh, really? It. So that I thought the bad. wedding was great.
2: I'll stick with I'm so Good with think? Just American Pie. With like these other movies, I'm, like, I'm good with normally just the first one. I mean, and then they Stifler. kind of go old.
1: Stifler just... So, Stifler in sorry. the first movie is good but he does become stiff like two and three I,
3: I, I thought the first one was amazing I mean, it, it, just, with, it hit everything really
1: good I had, I mean, had
2: the
3: Timus was great everybody was good in it
1: I'm going to say something I'm going to say it because I know this movie is coming up go ahead Sarah. okay
2: alright well this movie I have admitted I have not seen but I've been told I need to see which one Porky's oh yeah in at number Porky's. three 111 million yeah. made in 82 I've Stern's never seen movie. this movie
3: Howard Stern's favorite movie
1: is it really yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, I talked about this movie recently with Mark Ellis on my show, JT Movie Things. Really? He, uh, that's when he watched last? No, but he, we were talking uh, about... uh um, into it. Yeah, it was a little segue. And he, I was saying how I didn't like Porky's as much. I haven't seen it in a while. But uh-huh. I remember liking it, but not loving it. But he kept he was adamant, you need to revisit it because it's hilarious. It's Honestly, very, I've never heard it. It's very, of very good. good. Do you think... I feel like it might have aged a little bit, but it, it is the original bit. American yeah. Pie. Okay. Yes, it is.
2: It is. Okay. You
3: should watch it one of these days.
2: I will look I it. Instead of tuning in like dancing it. with the
3: stars or something like that, <laughs> whatever you're watching. I don't watch dancing with the
2: stars. All right. Number two. I have seen this one. Super bad. 121 million. Oh, no way. Made in
3: That made stars of everybody. That movie was
1: mm-hmm. huge. Everyone I know saw that movie. I, I ran into Michael Sarah at the... City Walk uh, what's the bar with the uh, Saddle Ranch I don't okay. know I ran, like maybe three weeks before that movie came out I ran into him we were just like I knew him from Rest of Development at that point and, uh, me and my friend took a picture of him I didn't take a picture of him but my friend took a picture of him and I was like oh that kid's cool and then we saw Superbad three weeks later we're like holy crap this kid's yeah. gonna blow
2: up the, yeah. the funny thing is all the movies we've covered on this list really have launched careers.
3: Those high school yeah. movies? Yeah, like these oh. high school movies. Do. Like would
2: not have mm-hmm. a career mm-hmm. if it wasn't for
3: this movie. No. Absolutely. He <laughs> would not have a career. Jonah Hill didn't want him on the, uh, the, uh, to get hired. Really? And Apatow was like, why don't you want him hired? Because he goes, this guy really annoys me. And he goes, that's why I'm hiring him.
1: Oh, oh. really? Wow, that's yeah. great.
2: <laughs> but it, it, it is a niche. It's something that yeah. really does launch. If you can I mean, conquer, Seth Rogen... Like, Mm-hmm.
3: Every high school movie, look at, I mean, look at, uh, you know, Risky Business that started Tom Cruise's career.
1: And American Pie, Jason Biggs. Can't, yeah,
3: can't hardly wait. Did, uh, Jennifer Love You it more? I mean, obviously um, she, she was in Party of Five and whatever, yeah. I think at the same time, but, I mean. We're, we're gonna get to one of the best actors the in the world. Out there, though.
1: One of the best actors in the world is about to be mentioned in a movie we're about to talk
2: about. We're gonna talk about the number one spot <laughs> on the grossing world. high <laughs> school movies. Yeah. 21 Jump Street. Yep. $138 million. It's our most recent film mm-hmm. on this list. Made in 2012. We just got the sequel, 22 Jump Street, which yeah. is on the list because college. it's college. Yep. But 21 Jump Street, number one spot.
1: I and- mean... I believe
3: it. I mean, look, it was great. You it believe was,
2: it, or like you approve?
3: I approve of it. I mean, yeah. look, was it my favorite movie? Not really. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Is there a lot more high school movies that are better than this, in my opinion? Yeah, I can name twenty.
1: I mean, it, with, here's the thing: you got Jonah Hill at the height of his stardom. He's coming off Oscar nominations. Correct. Uh, Chang Tatum, who no one really knew he could do comedy, so people kind of went for that aspect because so they heard how great he was. Sure. And uh, it was, but when it comes down to it, it was a hilarious movie.
2: I also really liked it, and um, I'm not a huge Jonah Hill fan. I like him in these movies, but overall, like, I'm not his biggest fan. But for Channing Tatum, I really think when he made 22 Jump Street and when he made, like, Magic Might and Mm -hmm. then now he's gone to Foxcatcher, he has done so well for Pick, his career yeah. which he was not expected from like step up he came a he long way stripper yeah. yeah
1: he needs to give his agent some some kind of bonus because the projects someone... he's been picking have just been perfect and then jobs, he works
2: on simultaneously for Jupiter, and, Jupiter, and, Jupiter, and how
1: so. he a really... <laughs> good, good point for
2: but it was a good no, try Christ, <laughs> he was <laughs> attempting yeah. for the visual <laughs> yeah. comic yeah. book world that just kind of failed I think
3: little Tom has a favorite high school movie
2: oh goodness I'll
0: go say easily my favorite high school movie of all time is Fast Tom's Enrich My Heart. Mm-hmm. Sean Penn is impeccable as the burnout stoner pizza eating surfer. And Judge Reinhold as the Virgin Vigilante Chicken store Fast Children. But the movie hands down goes to Phoebe Cates. Walking out of the water bare breasted. Her breasts are so perfectly circular. Can symmetrical. I cut him off? It's unbelievable. Can I just like, talk it's over Jesus him? walking on water. I'm gonna keep talking. It's Jesus even turning water into wine, <laughs> or whatever else Jesus did to play tricks on those unsuspecting people that he dealt with in his era. That being said, infamy will live in for sure, forever and ever and ever. You're welcome.
2: I feel like he talks so <laughs> he long talks that I lose so his lot. point. <laughs> He's I, the best. Like, it was so great in one line, Fast Times. I didn't need any more than that.
3: He's the best. He said perfectly s- circular, symmetrical. Wow. That's well, a tough one. That's mean, a, that fe- a tongue twister. Well,
1: this
2: is what I was going to bring back to
1: uh, American Pie. <laughs> <laughs> the Shannon Elizabeth scene is like oh, the scene God. a lot of people remember by. It's iconic. Because, you know, you're in high school. You want to see boobs when you're in high school. Oh, and she whipped them out <laughs> and as a rap. So American Pie, that's the moment everyone thinks about besides the pie effing. Uh, and the scene no. in Fast Times and High... Easily the most famous scene is Phoebe K's coming to that pool. The best ever. In like super slow motion and she just reveals it. It's the yeah. number one movie moment of all time. I think it, Mr. Skin it's like one of the most viewed like clips of any movie. It wins
3: and it still holds up. That movie. Have Penn? you
1: seen that movie? Yes. It's fantastic. And Sean Penn, like we, one of the greatest actors of our day. Last night killed it at the Oscars. Oh, he's the best.
2: People <laughs> are giving him a lot of flack. I, I, uh, I, I think it's that bullcrap.
1: Guy. Yeah, they're buddies. They worked on uh, whatever. 21 Grams. 21 Grams,
3: which is a good movie.
1: Yeah. All right. So do you guys want to take calls before we go to predictions? I think
2: so. Do we have any calls, Josh?
3: Do we have any? No. No. All right, guys. Call in.
2: Because we're going through predictions and then we're ending the show. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's talk about these upcoming films. We've got, oh, goodness, Focus. Mm, yeah. Focus is our big one of our big wide releases for this weekend. That is with Will Smith, Will Smith. and Margot Robbie or Robbie mm, or however Margot. you say. We're gonna call. She she's wonderful. I Beautiful. really like her. Um, but this movie, two huge names right now: Will Smith and Margot, who's had a yeah. ton of press for movies like um, Wolf of Wall Street. Mm-hmm. You know, she is.
3: She had good scenes in that. Those are coming out yes, already, she obviously. Has. More ways than one. Um
2: life. after she was found on like Pan Am. But this movie I think is already being trashed.
3: Really? I well, don't Well, it's a bad release
1: date.
2: Or, here's the here's bad the... release date. Horrible press. No word of mouth. It's kind of setting itself up that it is a bad movie. Like if I went into this movie and it was really good, mm-hmm. I would be so surprised.
1: I think the question here is will smith i'm really curious to see if he's still as bankable as he used to be because he's coming off after earth yeah which is huge, huge disappointment. big
2: break and was like it was men in black three okay did not do well will either. smith and someone they did after earth it was just the two of them and like the rest of the film is like cgi mm-hmm. so it must. It was just like every day him and his son go in and chill in front of a green screen yeah not a good
1: movie not true. Uh, so he, my thing is, uh, but I think even he said in a recent interview, he's made some bad choices lately. Yeah. Uh, he got a little sidetracked, and he's trying to, you know, write his career. I think it's smart to do a film like this, which is obviously mm-hmm. geared towards adults. Mm-hmm. Um Correct. And it looks like, you know, it looks like a well-written, directed movie. I, I, I I, it's I, early, not that bad.
2: Early word is pretty positive yeah. from people that I know that actually seen yeah. it. I, man you, you like
1: it. you
2: you not look convinced. I do, I. As I said, if I go into this movie and it's good, I will be so surprised. Mm. From the marketing, actually from the lack of marketing, from the lack that the two of them have seemed to do press about it, it just doesn't bode well for me. I'm. It right. would have been so easy to make everyone excited about this movie if it was good. You, Even with his recent falters in the box office, Will Smith is... People love
3: him. Oh, he's A-list. Yeah. He is
2: A-list, he is in the news all the time about like his family. he's just he's everywhere. If he wanted if he wanted to really stand behind this movie, it's not a hard thing to do. Especially with Mario Robbie right there, who has a huge following. Mm. People love her.
1: They loved her in Wolf of Wall Street.
3: What else did they loved her in? Well they were gonna they're gonna do uh the same scene in Wolf of Wall Street that in uh, where she was naked.
1: She
2: also they're going to I put that in the focus, the same
3: exact scene. <laughs> just <laughs> cut <which laughs> it right in the middle, yeah.
1: I mean, here's the thing. Like I said, I, I think she doesn't have a pull. No, I don't think she has enough pull to pull a movie on her own for sure. No, not yet. Um, I think people, A factor that they're going to be in. She just in, got,
2: what did she just get? Didn't Suicide. she just well, get she Harley Quinn? Suicide
1: Squad. That's what and I'm saying. Like, both of them are going to be in Suicide Squad together, Will Smith and her. So I think that's going to pull some interest, but uh, I'm really curious to see what kind of money this pulls in. I think it's going to say a lot about where Will Smith is right now as far as a movie star. All right, great.
2: All right, so also coming out in a pretty wide release, The Lazarus Effect, Mm -hmm. horror film, Olivia Wilde. Mm -hmm. who I feel like we really haven't seen Mm -mm. in the major box office recently. She's been all over the indie circuit she's been doing a ton yeah. of small films and now she's coming out with this horror movie
1: well it's funny because she started off with these big budget movies that kind of failed tron did not was her first film which was good for her i think a lot of people put her on the radar but it was a very good movie it kind of bombed then mm-hmm. she had cowboys and aliens another mm-hmm. movie that kind of bombed mm-hmm. so i think it's smarter for her to go for these smaller roles now yeah this mm-hmm.
3: is like a pet cemetery with just like a hot chick but yeah <laughs> yeah it's, like she, like, it's a good she, way to put it. I didn't think about that. Apparently she dies and like they make her come back to life. Like, yeah. Like cemetery style.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's but what it, the movie's about. Instead of being
3: like a little kid that gets by a truck, I think I she mean, dies if, some other way and then she comes back hot. If you're going to bring
1: somebody back that dies, why not live you
3: alive? I would bring back a chick if they died. I mean... <laughs> It's ridiculous not to.
1: Uh, It looks creepy, and the Mark Duplass is in this, which that guy, for me, brings a lot of credit to any movie he's in, so it makes me interested. Mm, And again, I've talked to some people that have seen it already, and they say it's pretty good.
2: Interesting. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I feel like horror movies are always up in the air, even Mm -hmm. if they do do, even if they are bad, sometimes people will still put in the money to see them. Um, We're talking about Ouija. No. And then (laughs) let's talk about, finally, we're going to bring up Everly.
1: Yes. My future wife. Boys are
2: excited about that. I am the um, biggest Salma the Hayek fan. The lovely Selma Hayek. It is an action thriller. I, it seems like there's some sort of mob after her, and she starts killing them. Big. The whole I thing... So.
1: I was at Comic-Con last year, and she was there. Uh, one of the greatest moments <laughs> of my life. Um, and she came in, they showed some scenes from the movie. It really is like... Um, you ever see the last... 15 minutes of the professional with uh, yeah. <laughs> Leon the professional, mm-hmm. where basically the SWAT team and like the hitmen are trying to take him out while he's in his apartment. That's this whole movie. The whole thing takes place in the apartment, and it's, everyone is trying to kill her. Why? I have no idea. I would. How does
2: she have all the weapons to like, fight them back? She's I mean, she, 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 from the from the War
3: of 1812, the Spanish American War. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's the thing. It's it's very much a high. It's like it's one of these movies that takes place in one apartment like things happen and there's apparently a lot of action from the sizzle reel I saw there was like mm-hmm. l- rockets going through doors she had shotguns taking dudes out yeah, I'm little... curious to see the movie and listen if you're gonna have a movie in a room with nothing but Sama high for an hour and a half I do I'm it. there
3: I'd watch her if she had eyes Sama. in the back of her head <laughs> but little Tom has something to say about Sama.
1: oh really
2: he can speak for five seconds
0: <laughs> suffers from ADHD and a rare form of dyslexia she attended school in Louisiana It was thrown out for cursing at a nun in a rare Mexican dialect. And contrary to what everybody believes, her breasts are in fact 100% real. And they are spectacular. You're welcome.
1: I think every comment he's had today has
2: had something to do with breasts.
0: Maybe he's infatuated. I'm
1: not sure. <laughs> I, think every...
2: I actually agree with that. I think they were mentioned in every single thing he said. Wow. He's the... Interesting.
3: He's a breast guy. There's no question definitely about that. He's a breast guy. Little Bobby was an ass guy. This guy's a breast guy. <laughs> also oh, coming out in
2: limited release besides Elverly, we have 71 oh, coming this out.
3: looks amazing. Yeah, Jack O'Connell's a good friend of mine.
2: Awesome. So we yeah. will both be seeing this one? Uh, we were, we're wa- going
3: to work on uh, beautiful creatures together, but they... Uh, he got charged with, like, a felony, and they wouldn't let him, let him in the country, and he lost a role, but then he went out and did up hey, and some other things.
1: He's, got, he's done better than that movie. I took come to the uh, dentist one day. I saw the trailer for 71. I thought it looked just like an yeah. amazing, well-shot, tense, kind of war-on-the-run kind of film. It reminded me of a film uh, Paul Greengrass did called Bloody Sunday. It was one mm-hmm. really of the films that broke him out. It looks very similar, and it takes place in kind of that area, so... Totally curious to see that. Yeah, I think it would, I would. It's, it's got great reviews. It's like a ninety something on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, it's it's yeah, probably n- not gonna bring in. Yeah, 98. yeah 98. it's only it's only in like five theaters. Exactly,
2: or something. It's I'm very gonna
3: lemonade. find it. But my one of my one of my good, friend, one one of my good friends, uh, Black Label Media, Molly Smith uh, acquired that movie. At, I think Berlin or something like that. She's a good oh, friend. Really? Of mine. Yeah, she's a good friend of mine.
2: okay yeah. cool. So. Go see it if it's in showing near you. It is kind of kind of be hard to find. That seventy one also coming out in limited release. Map to the stars. Another Julianne Moore yeah, film, no. but yeah, not this, her typical I, character. Yeah.
3: It's not, but this is a Cronenberg movie, and he's oh. the best. And I hear it's. I heard he really goes in on Hollywood mm-hmm. in a lot of ways here.
1: This thing's got mixed reviews. Yeah, mixed. on the Sundance and all that. Like it wasn't well received, but wasn't like totally trashed either. Well, Hollywood's gonna hate it. It's a lot of inside stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean Cronenberg he was at a, I mean he's one of the most controversial directors. Yeah. Uh Videodrome, Scanners, uh he always Dead Zone. Yeah, Dead Zone probably his best movie in my opinion. Uh also Eastern Promises I love. There's always some graphic violence or nudity. Um I mean, I haven't heard much, too much about this movie. I mean, but okay. the fact that Julianne Moore's in it and she's coming out of Oscar. I line,
2: love Julianne Moore. Yeah. She's one of my favorite actresses of all time. Um, from the trailer of this movie, I'm, it's, I'm not extremely excited about it. It's Julianne Moore. You've got Robert Pattinson mm-hmm. in it. You have, um,
3: F.K. Tweaks has a song on the soundtrack. <laughs> Our friend Fk, oh, there you
2: go, buddy of the show, um, <laughs>
3: little Tom. Has and it just seems like it.
2: there's some some weird uh, there's some weird plot line of like her her mom was an actress, she's an actress, yeah. but her mom's kind of been like mm-hmm. reborn in like a younger woman's body. And it's very inside Hollywood. It's I don't know, I don't know. There's like one clip of Julia Moore just like sitting on like a yoga mat, just like screaming, yeah. and I'm just kind of like, I don't know how into this movie. This I am. is a
1: this is a Netflix watch. Um, and the only reason why I'll give it a watch is because his name is Tash Dave comberg little time has something to say about it
0: great <laughs> directed david cronenberg was offered to direct 80s classics return of the jedi oh, that's true top gun yep robocop and mm-hmm. a whole host of others but declined citing i only want to work with julian sands and james spader for the rest of my life you're welcome
1: It's it's you know it's funny though because you when you think about him I could totally see him kind of doing Robocop because he does the graphic violence and stuff like that. At one point
3: in the eighties, I mean, he was one of the biggest directors, but he can't imagine Return of the Jedi. He did back out of Return of the Jedi only because he wanted Scott Baio and Willie Ames to take over for Harrison Ford (laughs) and Luke
1: Skywalker, (laughs)
3: respectively. Yeah, because he's a big fan of Charles in Charge, obviously. (laughs) Obviously, so Scott Baio, Scott and Ewok Village—that's that's that's a winner.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. All right, guys, we have to run through our predictions because we. We do not have a lot of time left
1: mm-hmm. at all. Start calling in because we'll try to get a caller too. Yeah, we cannot. Oh. do we have
2: one right now? I think we do. Oh, have let's a take or... a call
1: first. Then, wow. Hello. Welcome to Box Office Breakdown. Who do we got? First caller ever. Do we have somebody? Uh, they hung up as soon as you started talking. No. Oh, oh all okay, right. We well, have another caller. Right, well. Look at her coming in hot. We... Hello again. Hi. Hey. Welcome to Box Office Breakdown.
4: <laughs> Hello. Hey, this is uh, Dylan from San Antonio.
1: San Antonio Spurs fan Yes he That's is right. Yeah, nice, dude, That's right Yeah buddy raised. Freaking nice. Ray Allen Huh That freaking guy That freaking three point It uh, should have been Two years in a row Yeah I feel we gotta to pain. deal with him We gotta deal with him Alright man uh, <laughs> You got any questions About the box office
4: No uh, Just uh, Gonna give my Prediction Oh, oh nice. Nice.
1: Please do Alright man
4: if it mixes it up yeah, um, I'm actually going to put Kingsman at one. I think it's going to be, first of all, I think it's going to be one of the smallest weekends out of the year. What do wow. you think Kingsman
1: being, is going to take out Focus? Will Smith vehicle? Yeah.
4: I mm. I, I, right. I, don't think it's going to be much at all. Wow. Okay. Got but but Focus is going to be my number two.
1: Okay. okay.
4: Um. After that, probably drop Fifty Shades of Grey today. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
4: And then put flopping, I'll probably put the Lazarus effect just because it's the only type of horror out right now. A lot of people gravitate towards that. Good point. I'll put that at four. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then I think SpongeBob will drop out because of the high school buzz. Uh, the Duff will probably be number five, but maybe SpongeBob will flip-flop with that.
1: That's a good lesson. man. That's list, a pretty man.
2: good list. I, I, I can say
1: we had that. I, I am with you except for that Kingsman, yeah. man. I you just know, don't know if we could take out Focus on this first weekend.
3: You know, you should do... Uh, how should we know it's him? Because if you beat us, we'll, we will send you a, a shirt or a DVD or something along those lines. So uh, let's get your name out of Yeah, that,
1: follow that. us on Twitter, man. You got Twitter?
4: Yes. Yeah, yes. I'm... Uh...
1: Uh, Dylan Esposito, fifty-five. All right, man. Well, uh, we'll see what the weekend box office is. If you, if you text, tweet us your results. Let us know if you're five for right. five.
3: Yeah, if you win, and, and I mean, I don't All know right. about uh, uh, I, that.
1: Focus is going to hurt yeah, you, buddy. I'm telling you right you. now. I think that's going to hurt you. But either <laughs> yeah, way, I think yeah, that's, you.
4: it's one of those where it's just a, uh, it's a wild card. I'm trying to pull it out. I hear you. I get it. Figure.
3: I think you could win. Uh, right. uh, uh, I think we have a Prisoner's uh, Blu-ray DVD if you win.
4: Hey, that sounds
2: good dude, to me. Awesome. awesome. Right. Thanks for calling in.
3: Thanks, buddy. Thanks, dude. First caller ever.
2: Well, what a, that's a ballsy, real, ballsy, ballsy list. Ballsy <laughs> Wow. Pulling <laughs> Kingsman up to the front. I mean, it's an interesting call. We have Kingsman last week did 17 mm-hmm. million, which is a 51% drop. Yeah. So if it's Oof, focus would have to get less than 10. Yes. To be beaten mm-hmm. out by Kingsmen. That would be huge. If that happens to a Will Smith movie, Oof. that is so sad.
1: He's firing his whole publicity mm-hmm. team in one day. Because <laughs> you're
2: talking about everyone after Earth open yeah. to almost 30 million. Mm-hmm. True. The lowest he's had an opening weekend was seven pounds with 14.8 mm-hmm. in 2008.
3: So. And ah, nobody day. even knew it was him in seven pounds. Everybody yeah. thought it was Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So yeah, that would that would be that, would be yeah, that would be crazy. I think the only looking at his history in two thousand four he has a cameo in Jersey Girl and that opened to eight. No, I think, uh, I think so. his
1: love for the movie Kingsman might have blinded him a little bit in that. It's People are loving the movie so much. It's true.
2: The thing is like sometimes you you do want the best movie mm-hmm. in the bunch yeah. to be making the most money. It, it just doesn't happen.
1: It's like the it's Oscars. True. You want to vote for the movie you want to win, but you know it's you not you have to kind of... Well, good luck, man. Hey, if he pulls yeah. it off, we'll all be in our list. Yeah, words. completely. So who's up? Who's up?
2: Um, JJ is, like, flipping and protecting I'm, his I'm list. I'm just deciding. So I this, of, is
3: just a, this is a really tough week. If you I go 5-5 on again. this one, you're going to be I really can lucky. completely
2: agree with our caller that this is going to be a low-money weekend. Yeah, it's true. Oh, is anyone excited about any of these films? Not really. Uh, you want
3: to go first, JT? What's
2: up? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll
1: go first. Cause first of all, number one's focus. Yes. Uh, sorry, pal.
2: <laughs> I, I
1: just, I'm not going to bet on Will Smith against mm-hmm. Will Smith yet. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, so definitely going 50 Shades a uh, Grey number two. I think it's going to still drop off. Listen, the biggest drop off was this week because of that Valentine's mm-hmm. Day weekend, but it's still in the public conscious. People are still talking about it. And uh, then number three, I'm going to go Kingsman. Uh, it's going to be much closer to 50 Shades this time. If there's anything that's going to flip for me, it's those two.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: It's going to be neck and neck, but I'm going to give Fifty Shades the edge just because okay. it's, it's just riding too much publicity right now. Uh, this is where it gets tough, because I, I think Lazarus Effect doesn't have a lot of marketing. and Yes, it is the only horror film. It's a horror movie that so, you can never tell. I know. So
3: I'm, and it's Blumhouse.
1: Yeah. And I see, listen, it made 15 this weekend, SpongeBob. I'm going to stick with him number four. I think it's going to SpongeBob's going to stay number four. So everything's basically just moved down, except for Focus. Uh, the hardest thing for me is the fifth spot. Duff and McFarlane were so close this week. It was like a few thousand. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to give McFarlane USA the edge. And I'm going to say Lazarus is six.
2: Okay. That is interesting to yeah, me. I just don't think Lazarus.
1: McFarlane got a lot of good so, word of mouth. So run that down again. You got focus number one. I got focus number one. I mm-hmm. got uh, Fifty yeah. Shades number two. Mm-hmm. I got Kingsman number three. Mm-hmm. Number four is SpongeBob. Number five is McFarlane. He's just
2: dropped everyone down except insert and insert a focus to number one Uh off this week's numbers. All right, Tom.
3: Okay. Um, You
2: start with number one. Number five. I'm gonna go five. (laughs) Okay.
3: Um, I think, I think uh, Duff and McFarlane are gonna be out, um, and I think Lazarus is gonna be number five now. I think it'll probably make like twelve to maybe twelve to thirteen million Mm dollars. Okay. Um. Next one, I am going to go with number four, Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to drop. Wow, you think I it's going to drop off here? Way gonna, off. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it's going to drop uh, just, to maybe twelve to thirteen mm-hmm. million dollars. That's crazy. Um, I guess I had to, I wasn't even put Lazarus at four, but um, <laughs> this is a tough one for me, and it's the it's the flip flop central here. Uh, I am going to go with Kingsman at number three.
1: You're a tight one. (laughs) You seem like you're Uh, having more struggle than I did.
3: Yeah. SpongeBob at number two. What? And Focus at number one. You
1: got SpongeBob going up to number two?
3: Yeah. I think there's there's no other kids' movies. All right. So you got Focus, you got SpongeBob, you got Kingsman, Fifty, Shades of uh, Illiteracy, and uh,
1: Lazarus Effect. All right. Somebody call in and tell Uh. tell us how how wrong Tom is.
2: I actually definitely (laughs) do think it's a hard... I just have learned that you can... It's really hard to underestimate horror. Mm -hmm. Horror, like, draws in such a audience, and they all seem to go opening weekend. It's true. It's always, like, they all go in for opening weekend, and then, like, it just drops, like, crazy. not a lot of promo
1: on this. That's the thing, and I mean... I know it's a horror movie, but the trailers don't really sell it too well for and me. And focus and and is going to take away from Kingsman.
3: There's a lot of different things going on here. Okay,
2: Go ahead, well, Sarah. I'm Sorry. definitely I'm going to start with my number one. Number one is going to be focus. I yeah. don't think it's going to make a tremendous amount of money, but I do think it's going to be, make, be making more than everything else. I mean, our number one for this week was Fifty Shades, and it only mm-hmm. made twenty three million. Mm-hmm. So you only need focus to make. $20 million to be that top spot. It's going to spot. make something
3: with a two in front of it.
2: Yeah, so, so number focus two is number, really number, number one. That's where it gets tricky, mm-hmm. where number two is really hard for me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the toughest um, one for
1: me. Was yep.
2: I am going to give it to Kingsman. I'm hoping that just because it did drop 50%, 50 dropped 70. If they just keep that steady.
3: I think it will be steady.
2: So I'm a going to call. give... So, number one, focus. Number two, Kingsman. Then, it's a hard list. I'm going to probably give it to 50,
1: 50 Shades. shades yep.
2: Then I'm going to switch it up. I'm Lazarus Effect and then SpongeBob. Wow. 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 So, everybody's, everybody's got
1: SpongeBob. We're, we're all over mm-hmm. the map. You have yeah, Sponge
2: SpongeBob Sponge... at number two, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I do just want to make that clear. Yeah.
1: <laughs> SpongeBob, <laughs> <Okay>. SpongeBob <laughs>
2: brought in 15. SpongeBob brought in 15, yeah. also with a 50% drop. It could drop the same amount, as, but it's also on one more week than mm-hmm. yeah, Kingsman, so mm-hmm. we'll see.
3: True, but Focus is going to take away from Kingsman, and there's no
1: other Kingsman I don't know if the there, Focus there, is going to take that. away that much from Kingsman. They're two totally different movies.
2: We will, be right. we will find out. It might was definitely right. a hard week. I think overall the fact that there's probably not going to be any money in the box office next week is Mm -hmm. sad but at least people got their movie fixes this past weekend with oscar movies maybe they'll be going out there they'll be seeing the oscar movies that one that they didn't see maybe revisiting movies like big hero 6 which is now on demand and one for animated um Mm. so movies are still out there just probably not in the box office this weekend
1: oh real quick also i totally forgot this steve zuzu uh, a fan yeah. of this Shimos and box mm-hmm. office, uh, started running our Facebook page this week. Yes. Been Thank kicking you. ass. Um, he, yes. he, nobody got, he had the fans say, you know, what's your top five? And no one really got too close except for, and this is funny because I don't know how I'm going to pronounce his name. Tomas Zelenka.
3: That sounds <laughs> Does right. that look great? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's close enough.
1: Yeah, pretty close. Uh, he predicted 50 Shades, one, Kingsman, two, three, SpongeBob. So the same as me. Awesome. He got the top three, but he lost it with a four and five because he had hot tub number five and duff hot tub tub tub
2: tanked i don't think that can be really anyone's fault it's it's just sad
1: so shout out to thomas and linka nice uh well done you're in jt territory yeah (laughs) man (laughs)
2: <laughs> That's what <laughs> the it victory. Called. It's called the all victory right, circle. All right, you guys, come back and watch more Popcorn Talk Network shows. Watch us on Box Office Breakdown. Watch us like Jedi Alliance, like the Schmoes. No, go tune into AfterBuzz TV. Also, follow us on our Facebook page. Subscribe, yep. rate, comment, all of those awesome things. On and you, Twitter, too, have Twitters.
3: Right. At Bob Finstock, still. And little Tom. Does the little Tom, has, does Tom bur- have? No, no, no. The verdict's out on whether or not he's going to... He
0: might get the porter am the mushroom. Yeah.
1: Oh, God. We All right, guys, thanks it. for watching, and keep watching those numbers.
0: From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie uh, talk, uh, and yeah, the show's show, notes. this is Box Office Breakdown. Information and commentary on weekly movie box office. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com.